Welcome to New Mercies, a podcast by Mercy Ships, where we'll take you behind the scenes and onboard our incredible hospital ships that are transforming lives all over the world. We invite you to join us each week as we sit down with our crew, patients, volunteers, and partners to hear their stories of life-changing hope and healing. Today on New Mercies, Bob and Sherilyn Cook are joining us to share their unique Mercy Ship story. They never volunteered on board one of our ships, yet Bob and Sherilyn are passionate about the mission, and they decided to travel around the United States speaking in churches about what God is doing through Mercy Ships. They are encouraging people to come volunteer, and I know that they will encourage you too. Here is my interview with Bob and Sherilyn Cook. Well, Bob and Sherilyn, I am thrilled to have you both on the podcast today because I've had the privilege of meeting you both, and you are very special and unique people who have the ability to make anybody that you're with feel special and feel seen and known and loved. And so I'm excited to share that with our listeners today. So guys, welcome to New Mercies. Thank you, Rayanne. It's a joy to be here with you today. Yes. Good. Well, you guys have a very interesting Mercy Ship story that we all can't wait to hear about because neither one of you have ever volunteered on board one of our ships. And I understand that many years ago, you did take a tour of the Anastasis, but that's kind of as close as you've gotten. (laughs) However, you guys are very strong supporters and and mouthpieces for the organization. So how did this all come about? Why don't you guys start by telling us your connection to the organization and why you're so passionate about Mercy Ships? We love Mercy Ships. And our story goes way, way back when we were teenagers. Now, full disclosure, here at the end of 2022, we are 72 and 70 years old. Wow. We haven't always been this old. At one time, we were teenagers. <laughs> And back when Sherilyn was 12 and I was 14, we were part of a local church in Western Colorado. And it just happened to be the same local church where a young lady named Dion Green was part of. And then her fiance or boyfriend, some guy named Don Stevens, who had been raised about 50 miles south of Grand Junction, he comes to Grand Junction to go to junior college. He begins attending the same church where Dion Green and our our family goes way back to the Green family. Mm-hmm. Sherilyn, you were yes. Dion's sister Charlotte was one of my very close friends. Mm. And the and Dion Green's mom. What did she do for she us? She made our wedding cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so here we are. We're fourteen and twelve, and I still remember the day Rayanne when in our church. A group of about eight to 10 young adults, they were 19 and 18, Don Stevens and Dion Green were part of that group. And we prayed over them as a church Hmm. because they were going on that now famous summer of service that was in July and August of 1964 to the Bahamas. And anyone who knows the story of how God birthed mercy ships in Don's heart knows that it was during that trip, especially the weeks when Hurricane Cleo impacted that missions trip, Mm. that the Lord did powerful things. So our connection we remember them coming back and and hearing the stories and and their stories and what God did 
really gave a boost to our church as far as missions. And of course, Don and Dion ended up getting married and and they were leaders in, in Youth with the Mission and then Mercy Ships in 1978. So our connection, Rayanne, goes way, way back. Hmm. And we did look at the Anastasis in 1986. At that time, um, I had gone into pastoral ministry and was teaching at a Christian college. Mm-hmm. And yes. we took our kids to look at the Anastasis. And our kids were close to the same age as Don and Dion's. So we've been connected from way back in our teenage years. And then all the years that we pastored, we would always have relational connection. Our churches would support mercy ships and and we would hear news about mercy ships. And of course, during those days when when Don was on trial in Greece, we still remember, <laughs> you know, hearing all of that and praying because, mm-hmm. you know, they were part of our home church, yeah. which continues to be our, our home church to this day. And so we were very connected with the Stevens family and the Green family. So Mercy Ships has been part of our orbit of our world. Absolutely. But interestingly, Rayanne, about five years ago, we stepped back from senior pastoring. And ironically, we were pastoring that same local church in Grand Junction, where it all started. So it was kind of full circle. And through a series of unique circumstances, and uh, we won't bore you with all the details, it was God ordained that we began to link with mercy ships. We heard about the new ship being built. Hmm. And one thing led to another, and we basically came to Mercy Ships, to Don Stevens and the other leaders, and we said, hey, um, would you be open to us just volunteering and uh, traveling to churches to represent Mercy Ships? We have been told that, hey, there aren't really people that are designated to be folks who travel and talk about Mercy Ships, and, and we just kind of jumped up and said, hey, uh, pick us. We'll do that. <laughs> so in the, I guess it was this, the fall of 2018, yes. four years ago, we began to reach out to churches. I had been the superintendent of uh, Assemblies of God churches in Colorado and Utah. And so we began, because of those relationships, we reached out. And of course, many of the churches knew of Mercy Ships. So hmm. we just began to travel and uh, we got brochures and we put together some PowerPoints and uh, pop-up displays. We kind of trailblazed and just began to travel and uh, told people about opportunities to serve on the ship. We were often asked, Rayanne, well, have you ever been on the ship? <laughs> some people would say, uh, now, do you live on the ship? And we would tell them, no, no, we, we still live in, in Colorado. Oh my goodness. We we want to help recruit people to go on board and be part of what God's doing in mercy ships. And of course, churches gave offerings and mercy ships never put pressure on us to raise funds, but it was interesting how the Lord would speak to hearts and churches and individuals. Uh, Sherilyn, tell them the, the story about Dove Creek, Colorado. Okay. Well, let me just back up first and just say so many of the churches that we have gone to have been small churches in small communities. Hmm. But it's just amazing how just like God 
brought Don Stevens out of a small church yeah. and birthed this amazing mm -hmm. ministry in his heart. You know, we just encourage these small churches. You yeah. know, you never know who God is going to use from yeah. your congregation. <laughs> yeah, small church in a small town. A small, you know, yes, <laughs> yes. We always ask when we begin our presentation in a church, how many of you before today have never heard of Mercy Ships? And it's always more than 50% yeah. of the crowd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that is the first exposure they're getting to Mercy Ships. So uh, that always just encourages yeah. me that, yeah. you know, hey, this is what the Lord wants us to do. But anyway, we went to two different churches down in the southwest part of Colorado. One was on Sunday morning, we were in Cortez, Colorado. And then Sunday night, you know, there's not a whole lot of churches that have Sunday night services yeah. anymore. But this, this small church in Dove Creek, Colorado had us come and we thought, you know, we're going to maybe, you know, there'll probably be maybe 15 people there, but that little church was packed, probably a good 35 to 40 people. Yeah. yeah. Tiny little building. But, and, uh, yeah. Just, just had a wonderful time presenting mercy ships. They were so receptive. The pastor took up an offering afterwards and uh, I believe they, it was about a thousand dollars. Yeah. So we just, you know, the Lord just really ministered to us that, you know, Hey, I, I can use small churches to really encourage this ministry. And, and so anyway, we left, but then a couple of months later, yeah. we get a notification from the office there in, in Lindale that they had received a gift from an yeah. older woman in this church in Dove Creek, Colorado. And she had sent in a check for $15,000. $15,000. Oh my word. <laughs> yeah. And the development people were asking me now, they thought that we knew who this person was. We, we didn't, we said, well, Hey, obviously she's from the little church in Dove Creek, call the pastor and get the story. And we don't know the full story, but it, it was a very elderly lady who obviously the Lord spoke to her heart, but that just illustrates we've just gone for the last four years, Rayanne, we've, We've gone to churches mostly in Colorado and Utah, but over the last year and a half, we've begun to travel to churches across America, and uh, we'll be in Michigan later this month and down in Florida and Tennessee wow. and all kinds of places. So, you know, we're thankful for the chance to go. We've been volunteers during most of this time, but then Mercy Ships graciously said, hey, we'll help to pay your travel. So <laughs> we, we appreciate that. So we just feel like we're part of the team. We're just out there beating the drum uh, for yeah. mercy ships and letting people know about this amazing organization and what mm. they can do to come alongside. So well, this is so interesting because a lot of people are passionate about mercy ships when they've experienced it. They've gone and served on board the ship and it transforms your life so much that you can't help but tell everybody about it. But your situation is so unique in that you haven't served on board one of our ships. And obviously, as you mentioned, you grew up knowing Don and Dion mm -hmm. and love them. Yeah. But this was your own initiative just to go out and start traveling to churches and talking about mercy ships. What was it specifically about the mission or the organization that captured your heart and compelled you to want to go tell other people about it? There were a number of things. Again, I had stepped back from pastoral ministry 
we were still helping the church that we were part of, helping with senior adults, but we wanted to stay active, Rayanne. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I really do believe it was a nudge from the Lord. It, it came out of the proverbial left field in that it wasn't something that was on our radar. It's something that the Lord put together. And we will also say it doesn't take but watching one or two videos yeah. that the team from Mercy Ships puts out. I mean, if if their videos don't grab your heart, then you're you're pretty well dead and frozen. <laughs> you're pretty well ungrabbable. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think part of it was hearing about the new ship being built that we thought, wow, maybe we could play a part, a small little part, mm-hmm. as Gary Brandenburg tells the story about the the one person in the symphony that's just playing the little triangle, you know, and they don't have a huge part. We just, again, it was the Lord saying, mm-hmm. hey, this is a part, a small part, but you can be part of this team. You know, I haven't trained yet to be a orthopedic surgeon like Gary Parker. <laughs> Who knows? That may come down the line, but we, we are just doing what we love to do, and that's to travel and, and meet people and love on people, share the love of Jesus with them, and tell them about this amazing organization. And, you know, so far we've had you know, in the four years that we've, over four years that we've traveled, we know of two people from the services that we've yeah, been in yeah. that have served on the ship. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe there's more, but yeah. most recently, this one gentleman from Colorado, Western Colorado that served, in fact, he flew away from the Global Mercy yesterday, yeah. left there yeah. yesterday. Oh yeah. You know, just seeing him post pictures and tell about the 30 days that he served on board the Global Mercy, you know, that just warms our heart. Yeah. And that just yeah. encourages us, hey, there, yeah. there's more out there that you, you know, you need to share this with. Yeah. Right. And, so, and maybe that gentleman and other people would have never heard of Mercy Ships otherwise had you not gone and told them. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, we know that God orchestrates the, the lives of his kids. We're just thankful for the opportunity. The other one was a pastor's daughter who was in her senior year. And boy, God spoke to her heart when we were there in their church. And she ended up spending a few weeks on the Africa Mercy working with children's ministry. And now she's in college. And we met with her. And I have no doubt, Rayanne, but that one day she will be back on one of our ships because it changed her lives, mm-hmm. her life. Yeah. And, and so we're just going to keep on going and tell as many people as we can. Well, at this point, do you know approximately how many churches you visited? Ooh, um, you well, know, how I've often a, do you travel? Maybe that's a better, better question. How often are you doing you know, it? The, the norm is two weekends a month. Now, okay. it, it doesn't always work ideally because sometimes it's it's three Sundays in a row. We're in Michigan one Sunday. The next Sunday, we're down in Florida. So it's not a, a, a neat way of scheduling, but that's about it. And so, you know, we, we've been probably in the four years we've been traveling, counting conferences that we've we've gone to to represent Mercy Ships. You know, there are probably 50 to 60 churches that, that we've been at, could be even more, but... Um, and we've been to uh, one Christian college, um, yeah. and then we're we've got two others scheduled. Yeah, actually, three or four others scheduled yes. in in the spring. We're going to campuses, especially those where there's 
medical programs or nursing okay. programs. Sure. And we realize the protocols of mercy ships are that we can't accept nursing students until right. they've had two years experience, but we're just planting seeds. Yeah, We're going out there. The fact we were in an auditorium filled with nursing students and nursing faculty at Southeastern University in Lake Plum, Florida. Mm-hmm. And we had the opportunity just to, to share with them this opportunity they may have in years to come and just to see their response and their eyes light up. And, and you know, we could tell that it was the Lord that was using us to plant seeds. So we're going to be in, uh, let's see, we were just down on the campus of Baylor University uh, talking about mercy ships there. And and we're going to be at North Central University in Minneapolis and Evangel University in Springfield and Northwest University Northwest in Seattle. Seattle. They have a wonderful nursing program and then a small little Bible college up in North Dakota, but they've invited us to come. And so you know, we're just going where God opens doors, Rayanne, oh, and the plant, planting that. seeds, yep. planting seeds. And you never know. You never know what's going to come <laughs> right. from that. Give us a little bit of a snapshot of what you are sharing when you're in these churches or university settings. What's your presentation like? We tag team. We both go up together. We have a PowerPoint presentation that has got about 26 slides. Okay. Because we know that visually people, we could just, you know, shoot the fire hose at them, uh, <laughs> but we want them to see pictures. And so we will share pertinent info about Mercy Ships. And then we also have two videos, mm-hmm. both of them about two and a half to three minutes long. And we intersperse those in the middle. And I tell about volunteers, the, the yeah. type of volunteers that we need. How many uh, over four hundred on the on the Africa Mercy over six hundred on the Global Mercy? Hmm. That everyone is a volunteer. You pay your own airfare to the port city and also yeah. uh, a monthly <coughs> room and board fee. Yeah, so I share all about that. Yeah. We talk about surgeries. Yes, and early on, Rayanne, we <coughs> we really felt that we wanted to at least mention. The fact that we do the fistula surgery, the repair of the fistulas Mm -hmm. for women. So, Sherilyn, tell them what you did. We decided we wanted to we wanted to highlight it, the celebration dresses. So, what what did you do? They sent us celebration dress. It was actually from Cameroon. They had just uh, were finishing up the field service in Cameroon, and so they sent it to me. And I thought, well, you know, I'll I'll wear it to some of our services. (laughs) Well. I'm kind of small frame, so um, it was going to be way too big. <laughs> so I bought a mannequin at oh, wow. uh, Lobby Lobby, bought uh, a head for it, and uh, and wrapped the the scarf around the head. And so we carry, we call her Nelly, <laughs> and uh, we bring her with her with us and have her by our display table. And yeah. then I just share. During our presentation, I share three testimonies, one about the cleft palate surgeries. We Mm -hmm. show pictures of a a little boy that had the cleft palate, cleft lip surgery. Also, I share about family of five that had all the children that had cataracts. Wow. And and then I share about the the fistula surgery and um, and that we have a celebration when they recover yeah. and give them a dress. We and, show them pictures while Sherilyn's talking, the people yeah. see pictures. And uh, I just say, if you'd like to be part of helping restore hope and dignity to one of these women, 
who have been rejected by their family and yeah. and society come see me at the table later. And, and I just have all sorts of people come and hand me checks or $100 bills. And oh my <laughs> yeah, goodness. we had one church where, what, you raised enough for 27 celebrations. Oh, <laughs> how wonderful. But, you know, it's when I share these stories of, of the surgeries and, and the testimonies, you know, it's just... We were in a church recently in Iowa and just looking out while I'm telling these stories, almost there there were a couple of women that were just weeping and I just had to not look at them because I wanted to be able to talk without, but it's just, it's so neat to see how it grips different people's hearts. Absolutely. What an incredible ministry that you guys have created in being a mouthpiece for mercy ships all over the place. And and like you're mentioning, people will come up to you at a table and donate money. Their hearts have been touched from what they've heard and what they're seeing. Have you guys met some interesting people along the way? I would imagine that there's so many fascinating folks that you're encountering. Can you tell us a little bit about the people that you meet? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's interesting people in every church, you know, just human beings are. But we remember one one service. It was in Greeley, Colorado, that at the at the conclusion of the service, we went back to the display table. And all of a sudden, uh, an African family walks up to us. And this lady, this African woman, and Sherilyn, help me here with the details. But she walks up and lets us know she had been a patient on board the Africa Mercy years before, and now they're in in Colorado. So it, it was just amazing. Uh, we we kind of stopped things in the in the foyer. We said, "Hey, everybody!" And the pastor was there, and the people didn't realize they knew this African family, oh but goodness. they didn't know that she had been a patient. On the Africa Mercy, so the the pastor just kind of <laughs> stopped everything there in the pretty large foyer of the church and just made this connection. And so it it was fascinating. It just made our day, Rayanne, to to be able to see someone who had been helped physically with the Africa Mercy. So oh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. What are the odds of that, right? What exactly? It just we left there, and then another story I've got to tell you is that COVID kind of changed everything and kind of stopped our travel schedule. But there was one church, and it was in the state of Utah. And you know, churches in Utah, it's a struggle for them because of all of the influence there. Hmm. But it was a church that uh, did not have their own property and. They had begun to raise money for the building of a building on property. And so when we were there, it was during the the summer, they had erected a tent and they were having their morning worship services under this tent. So we go there and and Rayanne, we have PowerPoint and they didn't have a screen. And so we we, we put up a sheet on the side of the tent. And it, it wasn't the best, but, you know, we, and it started to rain during the, the service. So the conditions weren't the best, but we made our presentation and, uh, you know, people responded well. And at the close, we always handed back to the pastor. He called Sherilyn and me up. He said, hey, we decided a few weeks ago that we wanted to do something special for Mercy Ships. 
they had raised $150,000 that was going to be the down payment on this property. I think the property was a million dollars. They raised $150,000 and their elders decided that they should tithe off of that $150,000 they had raised and they were going to give it to missions. Mm -hmm. And a few weeks before we arrived, they decided hey, when Bob and Sherilyn Cook arrive, we are going to give Mercy Ships a check for the tithe of that $150,000. They handed us a check, Rayanne, for $15,000. We're talking about a church that's meeting in a tent doesn't have (laughs) facilities. (laughs) So (laughs) we were so excited. We called Don Stevens on our way uh, from traveling from Utah, just to tell him. Oh, wow. That's incredible. (laughs) Yeah. But stories like that and in all kinds of unique people that had never heard of mercy ships, but you know, they're, they're going to the website and I believe many of them are, probably giving online or, or mm. we know they're praying for us, Rayanne, they're praying for mercy ships. And of course, a lot of them saw the TBN special that, that came yeah. on in early 2022. And now, so that has expanded the footprint and yeah, we meet all kinds of interesting folks <laughs> and uh, we're just thankful for the opportunity. Oh, yes. So great. Well, I know earlier this year, you came on staff with Mercy Ships as the church relations manager, which obviously is a perfect fit. You all are already (laughs) reaching out to many churches. Let's just go ahead and make it official. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing in this new role? So what I basically do is I'm in charge of connecting with churches who have given. And so each day I get a printout of the churches across America that are giving to Mercy Ships. So then I sit down and write a thank you card. Mercy Ships has some beautiful little cards and envelopes. So I just write, I handwrite thank you note to churches, or some of them I call and some of them I email. And so each day I just, I just connect with churches. Uh, Mercy Ships believes in donor care. And I, I love what they do. We're not pestering churches, but we're we're letting them know that we thank them for their gift. Some of them give small gifts. One one this morning, first time givers, Rayanne, they gave their first time gift was twelve dollars. So I just wrote them a card. You know, thank you for your gift, and every little bit helps. Now balance that with one that I got last week that here's a a new church, first-time donors, and I pop it open, Rayanne, and their first gift was for $50,000. Oh, goodness. Wow. (laughs) And so I not only wrote them a card, I picked up the phone. They had the the phone (laughs) number there, and I, I, I talked to a nice lady in the office and just said, please let your pastor know, um, Mm-hmm. And and so th- that's what we do basically, mm-hmm. and we also you know there's a web, uh, Facebook post that we try to connect people with, and I stay in touch with some of the alumni of Mercy Ships. We call them ambassadors, and and people who are available to go speak at places if we need some representation. So that's kind of what we do. We we yeah, that's our job. I'm glad that we can do it from our home 
We don't live down in Lindale. We live in Southwest Missouri, but we just do what we do, staying in touch with people and saying, thank you. Your gift helps all this happen. We talk to them about the Africa Mercy and the surgeries being done and Dakar. And and now the Global Mercy is coming online in a few weeks and it's going to head to Senegal and Sierra Leone. And and we just let them all know that every, every little bit, what they've done helps everything that happens for Mercy Ships. Yeah. I love that Mercy Ships is intentional about giving a personal thank you to their donors. I think that's really, really special (laughs) because it's true. We are so grateful for our our partners, our financial Mm -hmm. partners. It's not just we receive your check and run with it, but it really impacts us. And I know that also on our staff, we pray for our donors. And it's an intentional time of praying for these people and thanking God for them. So I love that you're writing (laughs) handwritten notes and giving phone calls to these donors and these churches that are are giving so generously. Well, maybe you guys each could answer this individually, but how has Mercy Ships impacted your lives? I think just seeing the tremendous need, you know, making me thankful for my health and Mm. for health (laughs) care that we have, you know, here in the United States as compared to what Africa is experiencing. Mm. One thing I might share, we have nine grandchildren and two of those Mm. grandchildren are from Nairobi, from Kenya. They're Kenyan. You know, it just gives us an extra heart for Mercy Ships just because we we uh, know exactly what our, our grandkids were saved from mm-hmm. uh, by being adopted. Yeah, they were uh, abandoned by their mother the day after they were born oh. in Western Kenya. And our son and his wife <laughs> uh, found them in an orphanage, in a Christian orphanage in Western Kenya. And they've been mm-hmm. part of our family. And, and we're so we have a link with Africa. Yeah. And so... I think Mercy Ships has just almost augmented that in a in a great way yeah. in that we we already have a link to Africa. We love Africa. And so it's impacted us in in uh you know compassion for the healthcare system that so many Africans have to deal with. We tell our American churches, hey, let's confess. Uh we've gotten used to griping about our healthcare system, mm. but Compared with what Sub-Saharan Africa has, for the most part, we are very, very fortunate. And, and so it's just kind of helped us understand how, how blessed we really are. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we are coming upon Giving Tuesday, yes. which is a day where people all over the world are called to give generously to nonprofit organizations. I believe this year it's November 29th, if I'm not mistaken, is Giving okay. Tuesday. And how would you encourage people to give to Mercy Ships in this season? <laughs> That's a great question. Hey, give generously. I, there's so many wonderful organizations. And of course, we want people to give to their local church. And But we would encourage people to, to give generously to Mercy Ships on Giving Tuesday. You know, a lot of people, uh, the entry level gift is $19 a month for Mercy Ships. And the reason we chose 19 uh, years ago was that that's the approximate cost of one cleft palate surgery on uh, the, the ship. 
And, hmm. and so I just encourage people to go online, go to mercyships.org and click the donate button and uh, give as generously as they can. And then, we, we just got the giving catalog in the mail. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and uh, I was just going through it today. Yeah. And, I, and you can go to mercyshipsgifts.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Say s- that again, mercyshipsgifts.org. And uh, just click on there and it gives you just different price points of, of things that you can give yeah. or purchase. Yeah, you can for. give for an eye surgery designated to sponsoring the ER for one day. It's, it's really creative uh, what they've yeah. done. You know, some people just don't want to give a generic gift. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give just a thousand dollars, but this book yes, I, gives you ideas. <laughs> you can buy Mercy Ship shirts. You yes. Can- Sponsor an OR for one day is a thousand dollars. Orthopedic surgery, $550. Physical therapy and braces, $125. So there's, it, it's just a creative way to, to help or to train a doctor. You know, part of what we do is medical capacity building. We bring African medical professionals on board and we train them. And for a thousand dollars, it goes toward training a doctor. So, yeah, again, go on mercyships.org, mercyshipgifts.org. And uh, that's a great way to give on Giving Tuesday. Or, you know, Giving Wednesday or Giving Thursday, (laughs) Friday, whatever day you want to (laughs) give. Boy, that's the truth, right? (laughs) Well, we are so grateful for how much you both have given to Mercy Ships. It is incredible, again, to hear of a couple who just had this kind of grassroots movement within your own heart to go out and just share the mission of Mercy Ships, even though y'all have never served on board. But God put a call on your life to be a mouthpiece for Mercy Ships. Mm -hmm. And you are doing such incredible work to, like you said, plant seeds in the hearts of so many people. We are so grateful for you and the impact that you guys are making on Mercy Ships. So thank you so much for all that you do. And thank you for sharing with us a little bit of your Mercy Ships journey today. Thank you, Rayanne. Thank you. Thank you. Giving Tuesday is just around the corner, and we encourage you to consider giving to Mercy Ships this year to help transform more lives for the people who need it most. You can give at mercyships.org. Next week, our hospital director is joining us to share her Mercy Ship story, and you don't want to miss the beautiful insights from Karen Furmeister.